ninjas. Welcome to the Saucy Sales Show. I am so excited and grateful that you are right here hanging out with me today. Listen, being an entrepreneur can be tough, especially when you feel like you were doing it alone. And on top of that, most of you didn't go to school for sales. And yet it is one of the most important skills you need to know to run your business. But that is why your saucy sales queen is here to help you learn all things sales and marketing with a sprinkle of mindset and life as an entrepreneur. So you never feel like you're alone again. I'm your host, Logan, otherwise known as the most fun sales and marketing mentor you will ever meet. (laughs) All right, grab your notebook, or if you're driving, just listen and take notes later and be present right here in this moment while you start to become a saucy sales ninja. Let's do this. Hi, friends. We are back. Let's dive right in today. This is going to be a juicy topic. I can already feel it because it's about prices. It's about money and should I post my prices? Okay, that question, the title of this episode is what we are going to talk about. And I'm sure you have heard a lot of things. I'm sure maybe you haven't. Maybe you're not sure what you're supposed to be doing. But I'm going to first talk about what I what I have learned or what I did learn first when it came to um, prices and posting them and when someone asks, what do I say, and then where my stance is now and what I encourage my clients to do or, I mean, ultimately, like, I teach things and I leave it up to my clients to make the the decision for them because I'm not here to make decisions for you, but I just want to talk about what I'm seeing as far as, um, I don't know if you want to call it a trend, but I guess opinion-wise, what I've been seeing a lot recently amongst online businesses, entrepreneurs, and, you know, clients of those businesses. So, let's go. So, when I first uh, got into online business and was you know, learning about how to sell, um, even before I started this business and I was teaching it, typically the general consensus of what I had heard and what I learned was that if someone asks what your prices are or what something costs like right away when you first start the conversation, that you kind of redirect the conversation and you tell them, that there's lots of different options and ask them, like what I did is ask them if I could ask some questions to make the best recommendation for you, okay? And I understand the intention behind that because, yes, I definitely think that depending on what you offer, and, and right now I'm, I'm mainly talking to like service providers, so like um, on your website if you're a photographer or a business coach or you have coaching programs, you have one-on-one or you have like photography packages, things like that. It is, I mean, like from a genuine place of honesty, hard sometimes to give a direct price because you have no idea what they're looking for. You have no idea what they want. So you can't really give a specific recommendation yet because you haven't asked them anything. Um, And so in a sense, you don't want to like have them get scared by the number Um, before you have even talked about or asked them any questions, okay? So then it's like you lose out on them before they've even seen the value type of thing. That's like what the general um, consensus consensus was of what to do when someone asks that. And 
over the past year or so, as I'm continuing to learn and teach and continue my own knowledge around sales, as well as just pay attention to what's going on amongst clients, amongst um, other entrepreneurs online and what they're saying, what's working for them, those kinds of things, um, I see a shift in well, a shift towards, I should say, being more transparent with prices because the first situation that I talked about where someone asks and you don't give them any idea of what the price is or what the range is, some things can happen when you do that. Um, you know, when you ask, you know, I'd love to ask you some questions first, then um, what can happen is you end up talking to a client who had a completely different idea of what, you know, they were expecting to pay. So then you end up spending time getting on a sales call, putting a lot of energy into talking with this person, and they had no idea what your prices were, and they're like an immediate no at the end when they realized that it was much higher than what they're expecting. So with that, I see that as not properly pre-qualifying the people you're talking to. And qualifying being you're really asking some questions first to figure out, is this person in like ready to buy is their does their budget align with what i offer um is my solution right for them like do they understand what i do and are they looking to me for the right reasons or are they confused and they think i help with this but i actually help with this so you you figure out is this someone who seems to be a lead that qualifies as as a qualified buyer you know ready to buy ready to consider this budget that type of thing um, so then you end up, yeah, on in a lot of these conversations talking to them and then they had, they had no idea about what your prices were and what your ranges were. And sometimes that can be a turnoff to clients. And I've seen a lot of frustration online of when people go to a website and there's no prices listed. And I'm assuming it's for that same reason, because you want them to be emotionally invested in the solution and not be blinded by the number. But when we do that, we create a fear. I, I feel like we create a fear around the price. We make it something that should be hidden and something that it makes it feel like me to me now. It makes it feel like we're hiding it. Until we can, you know, talk to them and make them see the value. Um, but from a client's perspective, I feel like they're they're seeing like, oh, well, they must not be confident enough in their prices to post them. Or I know what they're trying to do. Like, um, I, I just want to know what their what their prices are and they're hiding them from me. So they might not even be interested in having a conversation because they're turned off by the fact that you're hiding behind you know, your website or you're hiding your prices of, on certain things. And and this is all, I mean, a lot of this is based on what I've heard from clients, what I've heard from other people discussing these things online, um, whether it be in posts or captions or uh, my own education around sales and pricing and things like that. And I mean, it's a number. Pricing is money and people get weird about money. And on your end, when you're pricing something, 
and talking about your pricing, if you make it weird, it's going to be weird. If you make it feel like it's something that needs to be hidden, it's almost like you so you create this fear within that person. Like, oh, I'm so afraid to hear the number. But okay, like, let me ask more information. But it's like there's already this apprehension because they have no clue. So they're like, they're afraid to let themselves get invested in the conversation because they don't want to like be invested and hear all these great things about what they're going to be and what they're going to do. And then all of a sudden they hear a number that is absolutely not possible for them at this time. That is based more on my own personal experience and how I have felt before when I didn't know what a price was. And, you know, I'm having this conversation. I almost feel like I'm I'm answering these questions and like all my answers are saying that, yes, I need this. And so I almost feel like I'm getting trapped into the situation because I'm admitting all these things. I'm being open and honest with this person, but then they come at me with a price that is totally not possible for me. And then I feel like shit if I have to say no, or I feel guilty, or I'm afraid to say no. And I have come to, I've shifted my mindset, my business is that I don't ever want my clients or potential clients, even people who are interested, to feel that way. I don't want them to feel blindsided. I don't want them to get emotionally invested in my program, in coaching with me, and then be slapped in the face with a number that they're, they just like absolutely can't do and they weren't expecting. I've realized that by hiding them and and making them and forcing that conversation first before even giving a ballpark number sometimes can create those feelings of fear, of apprehension, of anxiety, of guilt because they're they're investing and then all of a sudden they have to say no and some people are really uncomfortable with saying that because they feel bad. They're like, oh, I really want to do it. I feel bad. Like I've been talking to you. Thank you for helping me, but I have to say no. So I like I said, have seen a shift in pricing transparency. And and like I said at the beginning, it's not always, it is true that sometimes you can't give an exact price because you could pick an offer and be like, yeah, it's this price. But that's not true authentic selling because we don't sell something that people don't need. Saucy sales ninjas don't sell what they don't need. So you have to first figure out what they're looking for, what they want, And make sure that you're selling them something that can actually get them that result, that can actually help them and fill the gap of what they're having. So if you pick a random offer and just give them that or give them the lowest price, but you don't truly believe that that's what's going to help them, then that's not selling from a, a genuine place. That's not selling from a place of actually wanting to help someone. That's selling from a place of fear that they're going to say no to your higher price. That's selling from a place of... um you know, worry about what they're going to think of you for a certain offer, what they're going to say. And you're, you're trying to just get the client at whatever cost. So you're just throwing the, the, the lowest offer out. And if they say yes, oh, great. Even though this won't help you, but you agreed to it. Like that's where, that's the road. I feel like that that can lead down. So I have seen a lot of people tell me and say, you know, I don't even get on a call if someone doesn't give me a ballpark estimate. So like I said, if you can't give an exact price, at least, you know, give a range of what your prices are. What is your lowest offer? Or if you know that this person is like they've already filled out an application for your one-on-one coaching, so maybe you know that that's what they're interested in, give a range of what those prices are. And then you may be saying, well, what if that scares people off? And it's like they don't understand the value of it first. Like they say no before they understand the value of it. Okay. That is what your marketing can do, okay? When you talk about the value 
of your program. And when you create such a strong personal brand that people are excited to learn from you, excited to work with you, they understand what you offer, they see the results that people are getting, okay, that's that's the value that they're going to be seeing before they even have a conversation with you. So when you will get really good at building a strong personal brand, building a strong community within your brand, and communicating and talking on your social media about or in your marketing, whether it's email, wherever you do it, about your programs, about your coaching, the talk about the value behind them, talk about the results people are getting, share what is so great about them, okay? Because that's what people need to feel before they, you know, can fully feel like, yes, I, I want to pay this price for this, but that doesn't all have to happen in the conversation. We think that all the value needs to be communicated on a sales call or after they say, I'm interested, You can communicate a lot of that value to them and talk about, you can address objections, you can talk about problems that they're having, you can, you know, play out situations that your ideal clients might be going through within your content. And then you show your solution and how your solution is helping these people through those things. So your audience starts to see themselves in your content. They relate to it. You're talking about the problems they're going through. They feel those emotions but you never had a one-on-one conversation with them, but they still saw the value of it before they even talked to you. So when they reach out and ask what the pricing is, if you've done a really good job of showing that ahead of time and they've seen that, they already know the value of it. So now it's like you're going to give them the price because you're going to spend your time and energy with people who are ready to pay your prices. Because people who hear the price and run away either you know, don't understand the value of it. So maybe you need to take a look at your content and do a better job of that. Or they're not cons- they're not interested in even knowing about the value and they're only concerned about the number. They're looking for the cheapest offer. And that's not the kind of people we're looking to work with anyway. So if, you know, there's those different groups of people and different things you can ask yourself on why this person, you know, um... It just was, I mean, honestly, it's just believing that that person wasn't the right fit for any specific, for some specific reason. Okay. And, you know, if, if people don't understand the value and don't see the value, think about how you can talk about it more before you even have that conversation. So that if the first question they ask is about your pricing, you can feel confident giving them the range, knowing that these people are asking, knowing the value behind it already. I don't need to have this long conversation about what they're going through, what their what their challenges are. They're here to get to their desires, and I'm going to help them get there. Okay, they've obviously reached out because they want to get there, and I'm ready to help them, and here's my price. Like, I'm ready to help you. Here's my price. Does that work? I think we make it a lot more complicated than it needs to be a lot of the time. Yes, there's a lot to learn about sales, and there's a lot of ways to do it wrong. Or, you know, in a way that doesn't feel good for your clients, but we also overcomplicate it a lot of the time and think that we have to follow this specific step system or specific process with every single person, not realizing that not everyone who's coming to you is at the same, is in the same stage of their buying journey. You know, some people are coming at the very beginning and they haven't seen any of your content. So maybe they haven't seen the value behind it. But some people are very close to that decision-making and are very close to that yes point. 
They just need to know the price. Like they're in all different stages, but we're treating everybody the same. We're taking them through the same process and we're kind of wasting time, wasting energy when we do that because we should be, we need to be able to identify where they're at in their buying process. So pricing transparency, like the question that I asked at the beginning again, like, should I post my prices? When it comes to my services, again, I'm kind of referring mostly to service providers and to online coaches, fitness coaches, you know, if you have a website posting your prices on there as a photographer, I think, yeah, I mean, I think it's, it's up to you, but pay attention to what clients are saying, pay attention to what the market is saying as far as what they appreciate about pricing. And what I'm seeing is that a lot of people appreciate transparency and giving ranges. Like for me, I have a question in my applications to work with me, both my group program and my one-on-one coaching that, that lists the range on there. Or it says, you know, like, what are you willing to invest? Or, you know, so I have like a budget qualifying question so that people have an idea of what my prices are, but also so I get an idea of where their head is at with what they're expecting to invest so that I can better tailor my questions to dive deeper into that or I can better tailor my offer towards what they're what they're ready to invest at this time or I can ask more questions about it about that number that they gave me but at least I have a starting point of what they're thinking of what they're expecting so that it doesn't I can ask questions about it and ease into it instead of just like slapping them in the face with this price that they had no idea about And going back to content, one thing that has really shifted the conversations I have around pricing and what people believe about my prices and not having those people who are like, oh my God, I did not expect that, was talking about money more on my page, talking about my investments, how much I've invested, um, getting uncomfortable with money, you know, talking about money and making it a more natural topic to talk about. So I encourage my audience to make it more normal in their life to talk about money so that when you talk about price on both ends, it doesn't feel so scary. And we don't see it as this thing that is, is fear filled. You know, I want them to feel empowered when they talk about it. I want them to hear that number and just have neutral feelings of like, can I do it? Can I not? Not feeling inadequate, not feeling fearful of it. I don't even know if that makes made sense, but (laughs) that's what came out. So I hope that made sense. (laughs) Um, So yeah, I really think that there is, it's shifting towards transparency because people are tired of being, feeling like they've been tricked or tired of getting emotionally invested in a conversation or in a person and then, you know, feeling so shitty for not being able to make the investment at the end. They got so excited about being a part of this and you talked all about how they could be a part of it and then it's just not financially feasible for them. That can be really like disempowering and I don't ever want my clients or people that I talk to to feel that way. So for me, I have shifted towards more pricing transparency. I'm not afraid to give the range of prices when someone asks because I want to work with people who do understand the value, who are excited to learn about the value. That's the thing is like, even if they don't understand it at first, are they willing to see it? Are they willing to learn about it? Are they still willing to have a conversation with me to figure out what they're getting for that price? what they're going to, what results they're going to get, what transformation they're going to get, if they're not even willing to explore that or if they're not in a position to explore that because they don't have the money so they don't want to get invested, that's okay. 
I just have to know that that's okay. And that just wasn't the right client for me. So I want you to remember that as well, is that it doesn't mean you're doing anything wrong. It doesn't mean you're inadequate. It just means that that wasn't the person for you, but keep going. Keep talking about it. Keep sharing your prices. Keep sharing the value, the transformation, the results that you're helping people get and know that there's going to be people who come along and see that and want that and who are going to be open and ready to hear about it and hear the value and learn about the transformation they will get even after they've heard the price. So if you don't make it weird, they're not going to make it weird. Or at least it's going to encourage them to make it not as weird. Okay, but if you're weird about it, if you're hiding it, if you they feel like you're resisting to tell them, that's going to create fear and apprehension in their mind because they're like, well, why won't they just tell me? They're obviously not confident in it or they're, they're obviously trying to hide it. So just keep in mind that your potential client is picking up on those cues too. Those things that you don't think that you're communicating to them, you are. They're picking up on it. We really don't give people credit, enough credit for the the cues or the the signs, the messages that they're picking up on when you're weird about something. You know, you think that you're hiding behind it with what you say, but they're sensing that you feel apprehensive about the price and you don't want to tell them. They sense that you're trying to get them into a conversation so they feel like they have to say yes at this point. No, no, no. I don't want anyone to feel like that. Sales can be empowering. Selling can be empowering. We don't have to trick people. We don't have to manipulate people because we're going to have people who are happy and excited to pay us. The more you continue to believe that and live that out in your business, the more it's going to become true for you. So yes, it's okay to post your prices. And just know that, you know, you're just, you're opening it up to people who are ready to talk with you and you're not going to have all of these people coming to you with have no idea of what it is to work with you and getting invested and then being upset when they can't. I just feel like showing and being transparent with your pricing, at least giving ballpark estimates is allowing is allowing you to empower your clients to make the investment and not feel like they're blindsided um, or not making it feel like you're weird about them. I think I've said the word weird like 17 times in this episode, but I feel like I just like that word when I talk about how people get with like selling and money. <laughs> weird. <laughs> so I hope this answered that question because I know I've gotten this question a lot recently of should I be posting them or how do I go about this when someone asks me, what should I say? This is something I work with my clients on and it's something I've recently shifted the way that I kind of do it. So I'll continue to work with my clients on to figure out what works best for each of us. But this is kind of the the way, the direction that my business is going, the direction that I want it to go for those reasons, for the reasons that I talked about because it's all about the client. It's not about me. It's about the person that's being helped and I want them to feel empowered in their decision and not feel trapped or forced to manipulate into it because I wasn't open and honest and transparent with them. So something to consider in your business. That is all for today, my saucy sales ninjas. Please share this episode, share it with a friend, tag me on social, let me know where you're listening from, and make sure you tune in next week for um, the Saucy Sales Show. In addition, if you have been listening, a loyal listener for a while, and you are loving what we talk about on here, and you're listening to these and like, hey, A lot of this is me. 
a lot of this is me, Logan. I, I want to learn more about sales. I want to get better at this. I want to become confident, have energy around it, and not be weird about it. <laughs> then you need my Saucy Sales Academy, my coaching program to help you become a confident salesperson, the confident salesperson that your business needs right now to make the money that you want to make. Okay, I'm now currently enrolling for my next cohort. So head to my Instagram at Logan in Motion, fill out the application that is linked in my bio, and let's talk about it. Let's get you started. All right, I love you guys. I will talk to you next week. Thank you for joining me on this week's episode of the Saucy Sales Show. Your time is the most precious asset you have, and I'm so grateful that you chose to spend some of it here with me today. It's time to stop saying, I love everything about my business except sales and start believing that you're capable of loving sales and making them happen in a way that is fun, authentic, and makes you money. I would love to hear from you so I can thank you for listening. Go find me on Instagram at Logan in motion, share this episode to your stories and tag me so we can connect. Make sure you come back next time so we can hang out again. See you soon.